Hey, 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 what's up, family? Welcome or welcome back to Self-Defense Sunday, the podcast, a safe space we meet weekly to reflect on and digest the lessons we're learning all while on our journeys to becoming our better selves. I'm your host, Christine. I'm your favorite voice of reason and everything self-advocate. And in this week's segment, we're going to be talking about a few of my go-to self-soothing tactics for when I'm feeling just a little bit off. Let's get to it. Are you listening? So if you've been here a while, which I hope you have, you heard the episode that we spoke about building effective habits, right? I was talking about how every decision that we make for ourselves is going to put us on the path of who we think we want to be or who we envision ourselves to be. I was, you know, I dragged myself. I was like, listen, girl, it is time to make a change. We're starting right now. New habits, no excuses. It was giving all or nothing. In my defense, though, a lot of the habits that I was trying to get back to were ones that I was pretty on top of at one point in time. Personally, I felt like I should be able to get back to these habits with no problem and no issues for real. Right? Wrong. Not only was I kind of hard on myself and my plan to get back to my effective habits, I didn't leave much room for error. And because of this, the second I accidentally, or let's be honest, intentionally skipped a habit, I started to feel bad about it. I started to feel guilty. Then I started to feel upset for letting myself down or feel upset for feeling bad or feeling guilty. I was letting myself slip back into ways and I was so desperately trying to get out of them and I couldn't understand why I was doing it. It was too much. In moments like that, I had to find ways to recalibrate in a sense. I had to self-soothe. So here we go. Here are a few ways I decide that I'm going to self-soothe whenever I'm feeling off, feeling defeated overwhelmed, sad, upset, or anything that I know to be not my baseline good. But of course, before we get started, we have to get grounded by defining what it even means to self-soothe. Self-soothing to me is a way to reset your mental, physical, and or your emotional stress and well-being after you've experienced something that is triggering, upset, or just threw you off your mood. It happens to the best of us, sometimes more than we like, but learning how to self-soothe shows emotional maturity, self-awareness, and honestly, if there are other people involved, it's better for you and the environment. Now, there are a lot of ways that people choose to self-soothe, and some may be a little more harmful than others, okay? For instance, turning to alcohol or making drastic changes in your eating habits, and no judgment, while these things may work. They only work momentarily. So if you're looking for sustainable, less harmful, and pretty easy ways to self-soothe that you can take with you for the long run, here are a few ways. First on my list is expressing yourself. Be that to a friend who has the capacity, out loud, to a therapist, or in a journal. Expressing yourself, acknowledging how you're feeling is a good way, a first step to making a change in your mood. Expressing yourself gives you the opportunity to say out loud, here's the thing that's bothering me, here's how I'm feeling, here's why I feel off. And once you acknowledge that monster, then you're able to deal with it the way that you need to and then move on and that space is now empty for you to invite better feelings. Now, 
That does sound easier said than done, and it may take longer or shorter periods of time depending on how big the problem is, how deeply you're feeling the emotion, but expressing yourself is definitely a good first step. The next step is to check in with your body and find out when was the last time you've eaten and when was the last time you've had some water. Sometimes I may not feel hungry, but it's been a while since I've eaten and I'm starting to feel irritable. I can tell that my patience is a little bit lower. And so in moments like these, I treat myself and my body to something that's delicious and nutritious and I have a swig of water while I'm at it. You Listen, for the girlies that get hangry, it's me. I'm part of the girlies. It happens way too often. So whenever I'm feeling a little off, I think to myself, have a snack, have a sip. And if that doesn't work, I turn to music. Music is therapy. We've heard it all before, and I wholeheartedly agree. Find your favorite song or your favorite playlist and just let the vibes take over. You'll be surprised at what music can do to your mood. In our episode about habits, we learned that changing your environment can really boost your mood and inspire thoughts, feelings, or ideas that wouldn't have otherwise come to come to light. So if you're feeling kind of moody, you're feeling like you need some kind of change, Get outside, lay on the floor to change your perspective, take a walk, do what you have to do. Changing your environment, even in the slightest bit, is a, is a surefire way to help your mood boost, to help restart or reset your thoughts. Now, the next one is taking a nap, okay? Let's not ignore it. You know the vibe. Checking out for 20 to 30 minutes and coming back refreshed, there's, there's something about just just putting all the problems to the side and ignoring them for a little while that gives you a new motivation when you wake up to to take them head on you know and maybe sometimes you're actually just tired and maybe you don't have the energy and maybe you just you've spiraled or you've exhausted yourself with thoughts and it's just like oh, I'm tired even if i just lay down for 20 to 30 minutes it's just like a calm recalibration. You can pair it with music. You can sit in silence if you want to. But when I come back, it's like, all right, girl, what we doing now? And the last but not least goes along with taking a nap. Same sentiment is taking a shower. Something about a shower feels like a fresh start. You get to wash away whatever you're feeling. You get to spend time alone, have a moment of silence. You can Also pair it with the music. Something about a good, good shower feels like an all-over refresh. My favorite part about these self-soothing techniques is how easy they feel. You can also pair them together. You can do them all. You can do what you have time for. You can do them over and over again until you feel better or for as much time as you have. But to me, I feel like if I do at least one, two, or a combination of maybe even three of these things... I can feel my mood improving and I instantly feel better. I instantly feel like I'm more equipped to tackle whatever was trying to hold me back. And sometimes I personally have to cycle through a few of them before I get to feel better, but that's okay. That's what self-soothing is about. My last favorite thing about these tactics, honestly, is that you don't have to wait for a bad thing to happen to enjoy them. These are also good things to implement in your day-to-day basis to just maintain a good mood, not only help you get back to one. My challenge for you this week is to find a self-soothing tactic that works for you, whether we spoke about it in this episode or something completely unique to yourself. 
And that's it. That's it. And that's all for this segment of Self-Defense Sunday, the podcast. As always, my goal is to share my experiences in in hopes that it helps at least one person grow into their best selves and become more equipped to defend and protect their overall well-being. Even if, especially if, that one person is me. But... I gotta be honest with you, I really want these episodes and these segments to reach as many people as they can because I hope that they will help people and I can't do that without your help. So if you found this episode helpful, rate it, share it, tell a friend and tell a friend to tell a friend and meet me right back here next Sunday for another episode of Self-Defense Sunday, the podcast with me, your host Christine and you better come back.